If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Charles Darwin. The nerves is where it's at. Welcome everybody back into Nerd Sesh. As always, I'm Carson Brever and alongside me is Logan Camden. And today we bring to you all the 31st edition of Trivia Time. Hooray, hurrah. This is our first in a few months. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the format, it is quite straightforward. I will be quizzing Logan on NFL trivia. He will be doing the same with me for the NBA somewhat like what we do on our TikTok regularly, but we get to ask some different kinds of questions here given the different format, and it should be super fun. Historically, we've done 15, but those episodes tend to run really long, so we're going to do 10 uh, 10 questions this time and then a bonus. So, Logan, I will let you ask the first question. What do you got for me? Okay, Carson. I just want you to tell me what rookie had the most efficient 15-point-per-game season of all time. That's an interesting question. This is by true shooting percentage, I assume. That is correct. Well, my first thought was Ben Simmons, but I think free throw percentage will bring him down. I'm thinking modern here, just because true shooting percentage tends to favor modern guys. Most of the high-volume scoring seasons, though, I don't think will be so great. Here's a guess. Steph Curry? Wow, Steph is a really good guess. He is 10th. And it's not Ben Simmons. It is not Ben Simmons. And I would stick with, uh, there are some older seasons that are very high up here, but thinking more modern is the correct way to think. Okay, so I'm thinking of some bigs. Dwight, I think, averaged 14-something. Emeka Okafor would be, I think, above 15. Both going to have very high field goal percentage, but again, the free throw might bring them down a little bit. Carl Anthony Towns? That's a good guess. He is 
Wow, I mean, he's six. So that's a actually he's fifth. That's a phenomenal guess. Okay. This is a really interesting question. Mm, Aiden didn't average 15 as a rookie, did it? He's not Aiden, is it? It is the Andre Aiden, surprisingly. Wow. It's like just above 15.3, and it's above 60% true shooting. I'll run out in the top 10 for you. David Robinson, number two, rookie. Uh, <laughs> Eric Gordon, Michael Jordan, Carl Anthony Towns, Alonzo Mourning, Shaquille O'Neal, Brad Doherty, Tim Duncan, and Steph Curry rounds out the top 10. I'm sorry, did you say Aaron Gordon? Eric Gordon is number three. What? Remarkable. Wow. Okay, that was a fun one. All right, Logan. So a few of these questions for me are going to be NFL playoff-themed related to this team's uh, this year's field somewhat because, of course, we are coming right up on Wild Card Weekend. So thanks to Trevor Lawrence, five quarterbacks have taken the Jaguars to the playoffs in their franchise history. Logan, can you name them all? So just Jaguars QBs to make the playoffs? Correct. Mark Brunel. Bingo, three times. Blake Bortles. Yes. Did David Garrard do it? He did. Did Byron Leftwich do it? He did. And there you go. You got them all. Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is the last one. LFG, bro. Let's go. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's keep it rolling then. Carson, my next question for you, my friend. LeBron has scored infamously over a thousand straight games in double digits by far the longest ever can you fill out the rest of the top 10 uh, with the most consecutive double digit scoring games that's super fun kevin durant i think is here uh kd is here um the fifth longest streak of all time kareem kareem is the only guy to be on here twice he is number three as well as number seven Carl Malone. Carl Malone is correct. He is right in between uh, Kareem and KD. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is number two. Wilt Chamberlain. Um. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how many am I missing? Uh, you are missing spot number six, spot number eight, spot number nine, and spot number ten. So four okay. guys. This is an interesting one. Alex English? That's an intuitive answer. I can pull up the entire list. He is not in the top 10, though. Okay. I mean, it's an interesting mark, 10 points, because you can't just have an absolute dud. You can't get hurt mm -hmm. in the middle of a game, early in a game, and you need to be at a pretty high level for a really long time. Okay. I don't know about that one. I was thinking about Paul Pierce. That's an, an interesting thought. I'll say that. Um, here, I'll ballpark it. Logan hates Paul I'm... Pierce. Logan hates Paul Pierce because he messed up his son's sixth birthday party and he was out being a hedonist at a strip club and smoking weed. Well, actually, I... That's why Logan doesn't I actually like commend him. to Paul Pierce for doing all of those things. Um, you're uh... missing... Uh, Two guys pre-2000 and two guys that did play post-2000. I'll ballpark those uh, for you. Okay. I mean, Shaq? Not Shaq. Uh, and there is one active guy. Um, obviously, he's not doing it actively, but he's still in the NBA. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's interesting. I was thinking about can't be Chris Paul. He he has too many games where he goes under. Okay, let me not focus on that right now. It's not Kobe, is it? It's not Kobe. Okay. All right. Is Akeem here? Akeem's not a bad guess. Um, let me see if I can... Uh, Hakeem is number 17. Uh, Shaq is number 22 here. Um, Kobe is number okay. 32. Alex English, number 35. Okay. Is Jerry West here? Jerry West is not here. Is his buddy Elgin Baylor here? Elgin Baylor is a, a great guess, actually. Um, he's not here, though. Okay, let's see. You've got one active guy. You've got... I believe two former MVPs. Two former MVPs. Okay. No, no, no. Moses? It, it, Moses is one of them, and I mistakenly said that. So it's one active guy and actually three total MVPs, two now that you've gotten Moses. Okay. One active guy is interesting. It's not Tim Duncan, is it? Um, It is not Tim. Dirk? Dirk's a good guess. His highest spot is 38. He did it uh, for two straight years. Wow. I feel like I've fired out a lot of intuitive guesses here. I know that I should be able to get all these. Okay, let me get the active guy. Is it James Harden? It is James Harden. And so you're just missing the 9 and 10 spots. I thought about Harden a couple times, but for some reason did not pull the trigger. So what's the streak for the 10 spot? 10 spot, he did it for five straight years. All post-2000, wow. and then a gentleman who did it in the 1960s Ooh. for five straight years. Okay. 1960s for five straight years. Wow, but it's not Elgin or Jerry. That's interesting. And I want to say, or Jerry's pretty high up here, too. Jerry has a uh, top 40 spot, which is pretty well. Um Okay. Well, there's a lot of 60s greats, but I don't think it would be John Havlicek. Uh, Hondo's actually 23 on here. Wow, good for him. What a monster. This guy's an all-timer. Okay. Both of these guys. All right. Well, the post-2000s one should really be... I don't think it's Tracy McGrady. Is it? What if I told he's one of your he's one of your guys too. The post two thousands guy? Yeah. This bro wants me to guess Lamar Odom. <laughs> uh, uh he did it from O two to O seven. Okay, well this is a very clear range. It's not Kevin Garnett, is it? Mm-hmm. It is KG. Wow. Good for him. Okay. Number ten. Sixties guy. I mean I don't. It's. I don't think it'll be Bob Pettit. You've named so many big dogs in this era. Yeah. Oh man, for some reason I keep thinking about Richie Guerin. But this guy was an MVP too. This guy was an MVP. Man. In while he did while he was uh, while this streak was active. Okay. Well. That means it's not Rick Barry. Uh, that made me think of Nate Thurmond, who it certainly will not be. Not a good enough scorer. 
thinking again of Walt Bellamy because he's been the answer in a few odd spots. Ah. Uh. MVPs, Kuzi, it will not be. I'm I'm honestly shocked you have not guessed this guy yet. Clearly drawing a blank, especially because there was like eight teams. Well, it's not Bill Russell. Bill Russell did not score the ball well enough. He's moving his fingers weirdly, Logan is. Build the ladder. Build the ladder. You say Bill Russell. You say Wilt. Bill Russell. Wilt. I mean. There's a guy. Who is it? It's the big O. Oh, wow. I was. Oh, that's so obvious. Top 15 player of all time. I was so dialed in to big men. For some reason, just when you think of the '60s, I feel like you think of big men. The well, majority of the list, too. Yeah. I mean, there's quite literally only three guards on the entirety of the list. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a pretty upsetting miss. I'm not gonna lie, but that's a that's a fun list. All right, Logan. I think you're gonna love this one. Since 2000, four teams have had two 1,000 yard rushers on the same team. Can you name them? Two 1,000 yard rushers. Let's go. Uh... My first guess is going to be Ahmad Bradshaw and Brandon Jacobs. Such a good guess. So close. Brandon Jacobs did it with somebody else. Uh, Ward. Derek Ward. Yes. Bingo, dude. Nice. That honestly might be the toughest one. I was watching Ahmad Bradshaw highlights the other week because my buddy Ethan (laughs) sent them in, and that dude could really run. He's a beast. What about uh, Lendale White and uh, Chris Johnson? No, that's an interesting guess. Let me see how close it is because it makes sense. Chester Taylor and Maurice Jones-Drew? Or no, no, Fred Taylor and Maurice Jones-Drew. No, okay. Chris Johnson and Lendale White was a really good guess. Lendale had 773 when CJ2K had 1,200. Um, I'm thinking of Bills running backs right now. Fred dude. Jackson, Willis McGahee, and like uh, Marshawn Lynch. I will say Fred Taylor and MJD was another really good guess. Fred Taylor had 12.02, MJD had 7.68. So strong backfields. We're getting there. Adrian Peterson and Chester Taylor. No. They would have had a little bit of crossover at the start of AP's career. Um, It sucks because it's probably going to be one pretty good guy and then a fringe guy, right, for most of these. This is another good guess, dude. Chester Taylor had 844 when AP had 1341. So I'll give you a hint right now. It's not necessarily two running backs. It's just two 1,000-yard rushers. What? I don't know how that could confuse you. I feel like that's pretty obvious what that means. Mike Allstott and uh, Warwick Dunn? Really close. Warwick Dunn did it with somebody. 
who also fits under the little hint I just gave. Um, was it with the Falcons or the Buccaneers? It was with the Falcons. Warwick Dunn and Magelli. No. I feel like you haven't processed the hint that I gave you. I mean, it's not Warwick Dunn and Michael Turner, yeah? No. It's got to be a fullback. Oh, it's Vic. Why does God it have to be a fullback? It's, a, it's, Vic. it's Michael Vic. <laughs> Correct. 2006. Sorry. I, when you said I immediately thought of fullback instead of QB immediately. Um, I could tell. The, are the next two running back Are the next two running back and running back? Not necessarily. Or the rest? Is it Lamar and uh, Mark Ingram? That is one of them. And now you just got one left. Josh Allen and Devin Singletary. Nope. Cam Newton and Jonathan Stewart. Jonathan Stewart did it with somebody. D'Angelo Williams. Yes, 2009, dude. Come on. That's a good sweep, man. That's a sick question, Carson. That is a sick question, bro. This bro was pulling out all those, and I couldn't get Oscar Robertson. Lay <laughs> <laughs> off my boy Logan in the TikTok comments, bro. He balls. Um, and he balls. Yeah, somebody called me cocky today. That was funny, man. I like that. And I told him, uh, I said, I don't know why he does these videos. And I told him, I hope you have a wonderful day. <laughs> Um, Carson, I need you to tell me what NBA player has the most playoff runs averaging 25 and 10. And if this is too easy, I have every guy who did it at least four times. That's 25 points and 10 rebounds. Okay. Well, I mean, I have two thoughts off the top of my head. And it's Kareem and Shaq. I think it's Kareem. Well, those are the top two. Kareem had did it seven times. Shaq did it nine times. Uh, if you want, oh wow, Shaq. there are six other guys who did it at least four times. If you want to see if you can uh, get the entire list. God, I have to resist the temptation to save that for a TikTok. <laughs> but yeah, I think let's let that rip. Okay, uh, is Carl Malone here? Carl Malone is here. He also did it seven times. Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain did it four times. Is uh, Akeem here? Hakeem did it five times. Four times, man. I don't think... You're missing two gentlemen who did it four times and another gentleman who did it seven times. Another gentleman who did it seven times. Elgin Baylor? It is Elgin Baylor. That is the seventh time. You're just missing two dudes who did it four times. All right. Okay. I'm thinking through the 2000s greats, and I don't think any of them will be here. I don't think Timmy and KG will have the scoring. I don't think Dirk will have the rebounding. So let's work our way back to the 90s. David Robinson? Oh, that's a good guess. That's that's mm. a pretty good guess. Um, you see, Robinson's done it a few times. Here's an interesting thought. I don't know if he'll have the rebounds, but Larry Bird? Larry Bird did it twice. Okay. All right. And, yeah, Robinson was a one-time. Oh, wow. He only did it um, one time. So both of these guys are actually former MVPs. Um, okay. Um, I mean, I'm thinking about Bob McAdoo. I don't know that he even made it enough times. Uh, Moses. McAdoo did it twice. Moses did it three times. They're excellent guesses. Wow. I don't think Dr. J will have the rebounding. Um, and one of these guys is an NBA champion. The other guy got to the NBA Finals. Okay. Charles Barkley? Charles Barkley is a four-time. And then the last guy is active. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Interesting. I, and I think it really puts in perspective how great this guy already is. Man, it's nuts. How great he already is. Interesting. I actually thought briefly for a second about LeBron. He's been so many times, but I don't know that he's ever... ever... See, LeBron's done it twice. He has. Wow. What a monster. Okay. An active guy who's averaged 25 and 10 in the playoffs four times. Can't be Luka. He hasn't been there four times yet. Oh. Is it Embiid? You're overthinking this one, man. Embiid's done it once. Is it Jokic? Jokic has done it twice. Okay. Is it? Oh, it's Giannis. Giannis has done it, and then I also did a disservice. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki has also done it four times. Wow, that's impressive on the rebounding front for him. Dude, impressive. I want to. I mean, that was that question was meant to just be the. Top guy. I mean, you got the top two off rip. That was impressive that you completed it. Thank you, thank you. All right, Logan. This is a quick one. And again, in line with the theme of the NFL playoffs beginning this weekend and the Dallas Cowboys playing, who has more career playoff wins, Tony Romo or Dak Prescott? Uh... People listening, I don't. I cannot remember Tony Romo winning a playoff game. You obviously have the Dez catch um, against the Packers. You have the Seahawks botched field goal at the end of the game where Romo is literally just holding the ball, I think, to send it into overtime or to win them the game. And he botches the snap and then tries to run it in. The Seahawks swarm him. I don't remember Tony Romo ever winning a playoff game, so I'm going to say Dak Prescott. It's Tony Romo. Romo was when two and four in his playoff career. Dak was one and three. Tony won one pretty early. Let me pull it up. I remember always hearing that stat though as a youngster that Tony Romo had only ever won two playoff games, and I think that the Cowboys had only ever won two playoff games since the '90s, 2009 and 2014. Wow, Dak needs to pit, patch that up. Um, that's a that's a stain on those two guys' resumes. Good question. Thank you. All right, Carson. Will Chamberlain holds the top twenty-five spots for most points scored in a span of five games in NBA history. Who are the first three guys that break up Chamberlain? Okay, I think probably Kobe. From, Kobe is correct. Is it- he two hundred and. Oh, go ahead. Well, what you got? No, not the number, but is it from December 05? Is that the month? It's 07, 268. Oh, but is it December? Um, Let me see. I don't have that stat right in front of me. Okay. Well, it probably wouldn't be because by December 07, you know, that's the team that goes to the finals, and I think they had Powell by December. Okay. I mean, I feel like MJ is a pretty solid guess. It's not MJ. Okay. Uh, Elgin Baylor? Elgin Baylor is correct. He's the number three guy. And you're just missing one. Um, uh, he did it post-2010. I, I want to contextualize Whoa. again Will Chamberlain's uh, greatness. Of the top 60 spots, 
for most points scored in a span of five games in NBA history, Wilt holds 56 of them. Wow. That's crazy. That's disgusting. That is absurd. Okay. Post-2010. And we're talking about, what, like 250-plus points in a five-game stretch? 261 points. Unbelievable. Is it James Harden? It is James Harden. Well done. Oh, did I get them all? I thought you said there were four. No, there were three. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Logan, for the third straight season, the NFL's league-leading spot for interceptions thrown was a tie. Who tied to hold that spot this year? Who tied to hold that spot last year? And who tied to hold that spot in 2020? Big Ben's uh, 2020, right? No, I believe Big Ben is 2018. Yeah, I think you're right. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence was tied last year, 17. He was turning over the rock this year. Um, Russell Wilson. No. Been up there this year. Um, Russ, not a bad guess. He threw 11. The league lead this year was 15. Um, It's crazy to me the rope that QBs were given back in the day, man, because guys would throw – well, I say guys. Mostly Brett Favre and Vinny Testaverde <laughs> would throw 24 picks in a single season or Eli, and they'd still have slack somehow. Um, it was a different America. It was a very different America. It was a different game of football. All right, man. Any recent football questions? Kind of the bane of my existence if we're keeping it a stack here. It's true. It's not Kenny. Kenny threw nine picks in a very, very short period of time. Mitch Trubisky also, I believe, threw six in like three games. Fuck you, Mitch. Um, Sorry, I had to get that out there, man. Mitch Trubisky single-handedly kept us out of the playoffs this year, and he's going to wear that for the rest of his life. Um, Damn, man. Baker Mayfield, Matthew Stafford. Stafford tied last year with Trevor. So you have the 2021 group. Davis, 2020. What did Davis Mills do this oh, year, man? He curved, tied for the most interceptions in the league. This year? 15. Yeah. Is Ryan Tannehill here? No. Matt Ryan. No, I'm surprised you haven't heard it mentioned that this guy has thrown the most picks in the league this year because he's oft criticized. It's not Zach Wilson. Tannehill had, no. Tannehill had 14 last year, so that's a good guess. This guy this year missed a few games and still is tied for the most in the league. <laughs> uh, Rodgers. No. Not a bad guess. I think Rodgers had 12. Uh, yeah. I might throw in the towel here. Okay. My final you want him? My final guess is oh, Mac ahead. Jones. Nope. Dak Prescott 
through 15 in just 12 games this year. You got 2021, and then 2020, it was Drew Locke and Carson Wentz. How I never got to Carson Wentz is honestly astonishing. I thought you were going to get that one. Oh, that guy should not have a job. Carson, I ask you a variation of this question periodically, and it's one of my favorite, because I get to see if you remember one distinct gentleman that's on this list. Um, I believe this list is new, though, uh, with the number five spot, because we never get to him. We always go with the top four because of two certain guys who are on this list, but we've negated them. What players not named Stephen Curry or Clay Thompson hold down the top five for most threes in a single season? George McLeod. <laughs> Shut up. Is that not one of them? No, it's not George McLeod. George, bro, it's a different ball wait, game. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. What's the question? The Just the most threes made in a season? That are not Curry or Thompson. Wow, dude. I was so ready to just let George McLeod rip because... I think you have PTSD from that question. We spent like 20 minutes on a trivia time trying to get George McLeod. That was never going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me remember the list from back in my youth, which has been disrupted now. I mean, back in the day, it was like Ray Allen, 270, Dennis Scott, 268, I think. Yeah, those guys are long gone. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Okay. Uh, Dame. Dame, twice. Buddy Healed. Three times. Uh, wait. So I'm getting the top ten or the top five. So it's the first five guys that are not named Curry or Thompson. Okay. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Wow, taking a long time for me to get my head around this question. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I know Duncan Robinson's over two seventy, yes. but okay, he's here. And I mean, these guys are way better than Duncan. Robinson. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell's not a bad guess at all. That's a good guess. Okay. I always think about Luca and Trey, but I don't think so. Uh, I was just thinking about Sadiq Bay, but I don't think so. Uh, you always forget this one guy here too. I think it's hilarious. Jeez. He had such a good outlier year, and you never. Paul George. Paul there George. Paul George. And guess what? I'm pretty sure it's 292, isn't it? That's the exact number. Yes. And you're just See, missing, now I remember. Now you're just missing a guy who did it twice. This is cake. Uh, what's the lowest number here? I mean, I don't even know. I mean, I figured this. I literally erased the list. You're oh. gonna get this guy. Oh, okay. Great shooter. Not. Dame, not Buddy Healed. I think you've also already answered him for a question today. I mean, that, I hope that doesn't confuse you more. Uh, Harden, of course. That is correct. And that's the list. Okay. Sweet. All right, Logan. This one's a little bit tricky. A little bit tricky, but it's interesting. We'll see how many of these you know. Since 1980, a team has traded up to the number one overall pick to select a quarterback five times can you name all the quarterbacks who that was done for how many times five since mr Trubisk mr Trubisky, or no he wasn't number one overall pick was he nope he was number two so are we counting eli manning sure are okay so eli's won since 1980 uh did Ernie Acorsi trade to get Peyton? No. 
Okay, well, we we can narrow this down because we can go QB by QB. So I think, uh, I, I want to say, no, the Rams stunk. Bradford was the straight pick. Stafford was the straight pick. Newton. No, Jimmy Clausen started. They won two games. Newton was a straight pick. The Colts sucked because Peyton got hurt. Andrew Luck was a straight pick. Uh, 2013 was Eric Fisher. 2015 was Jameis Winston. Baker Mayfield, Trevor Lawrence. I don't think it's it's none of those guys, right? Um, You skipped over somebody. Is it 2014? No. It's the other year that you skipped over. <laughs> Which is kind of a giveaway, but... 2017? I'm trying to think. Uh, no. Maybe it's not a giveaway. How many times post-2010? Just once? Just one. Uh, Derek was no. They gave they picked. It's not Derek Carr, right? Or Derek Carr, David Carr? Yeah. You mean David Carr? No, it's not David Carr. I don't know what happened in this draft. I'll guess Carson Palmer. No. Okay. Number one overall picks in the '90s too. Then this had to happen a few, a couple times, in the '90s and the '80s. Uh, my knowledge base for number one overall. Oh, John Elway. Elway didn't want to play. Bingo. Um, the two most infamous times, because Eli obviously referred to play, refused to play in San Diego, Elway refused to go to Indianapolis, or Baltimore at the time. Um, how many more in each decade? So there's one from the early 90s, a pretty funny one, then the one in the 2010s, and one more from the 2000s. It's not Akili Smith, is it? No. Did the Raiders trade up to get Jamarcus? No. <laughs> Thank no, the Raiders were really that bad. I don't know why it surprises me. Um, the Falcons, did they trade up to get Mike Vick? Yes, they did. Two more. I'm sorry, you said early 90s, post-2010s. Let's go yes. uh, a funny one. So this gentleman must have not been very good. Was Akili Smith the number one pick? Uh, didn't you already guess Akili Smith? And also, I, I guess him often though. No, he was not. He was the third overall pick. I don't think Heath Schuler was a first pick. Heath Schuler. Man, um, I don't want to be mad about the twenty tens uh, one. Uh, um, it's a tough question. Allen, Darnold, Rosen, Lamar. As the Baker draft, it's not that one. Mahomes, Trubisky, Watson. Yeah, I'll throw in the towel, man. I'm 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 not coming up with nothing. Jared Goff. Mm. I believe didn't both yeah. the Rams and the Eagles trade up big time to get the top two. You're correct. And then Jeff George back in 1990. Oh, man. 
Yeah. Finally, I get asked a Jeff George question, and I don't get it. That's disappointing. Well, to be fair, it's not really a Jeff George question I'd expect you to know, given that you weren't around for the trade. But I thought that was an interesting no, I was list. around. I was born in 1865, Carson. Okay. That's right, of course, right in the heat of the Civil Carson, War. Carson, uh, very simple. Did this player get a ring or not? Ten guys, you're going to tell me if they are an NBA Ooh. champion. Jordan Bell. Okay. Yeah, he had to have. Yes. Anderson Verizhao. Anderson Verizhao, yes. No. Wait, wait, wait. Didn't he play for both the Cavs and the Warriors in the same season? So didn't he technically get a ring for that? He didn't want it because the Cavs beat the Warriors that year. He didn't accept it. And he oh, technically okay. is not an actual NBA champion. So no. Okay. Uh, Timofey Mozgov. Timofey Mozgov. I mean... He was certainly prominent on the 2015 Cavs. I think he was still on the 2016 Cavs. That's correct. What about Joe Harris? Oh, wow. Was Joe Harris hiding on the 2016 Cavs? Damn. <laughs> was he? Wow. This. <laughs> he certainly didn't play. Ah, man. The fact that you're asking this is, is tripping me out. I'm tripping out, man. <laughs> no, I feel like Joe... I'm going to say no. That's correct. Sasha Cowan hit on the bench, but Joe Harris uh, was gone. What about Damian Jones? Damian Jones, who one time my father ran into at the dermatologist and <laughs> asked if he was Jordan Bell. Uh, no! Yeah. Uh, oh. Damian Jones. Yeah, Damian Jones would have had to win a 2018 ring, right? Two-time NBA champion yeah. Damian Jones. What about Alfonso McKinney? Oh, Alfonso McKinney. <laughs> Dubs legend. Yeah, right? No, he does not. What wow. about David West? David West. God, this is just a freaking Warriors Cavs special. Uh David West. David West. First of all, whose son, I'm pretty sure, went to elementary school with my brother. David West came over from the Spurs. Because he couldn't win a ring there. Wow, I'm actually surprised I don't remember this more clearly. <laughs> but I kind of think... Did David West come over for 18-19 and then retire? That sounds too late. But I don't remember him winning a ring with the Dubs. Oh, or was it... I want to say no for some reason. I think David West actually has two rings. Oh, Jesus. What about Jonas Jarebko? <laughs> no. He came over for the bum warriors. Jonas Jarebko does not have a ring. All right, two more. Darren Williams. Uh, 
Jesus. Was he stuck on the 2016 Cavs? Darren Williams, when I look at his basketball reference page, does it say NBA champion? No, I don't think so. That is correct. Darren Williams does not have a ring. And finally, Norman Powell. Norman Powell? Yeah. Yes, he does. On the 2019 Raptors. Wow. Was David West? Dude, so I got all mixed up in my head. David West must have come over in... You were exactly right. After the uh, Kawhi injury, I believe West went over in 2017. Yeah, and he came over in 16-17. Oh, yeah, dude. No, I was I was tripping with that one. Tripping indeed. Okay. Uh, all right, Logan. This is one of my favorite questions. If Nathan Peterman attempted as many passes as Tom Brady did this year, that's 733, taking his career interception percentage... How many picks would Peterman have thrown? You're going to have to run this one back for me, sorry. Okay. This is a theoretical question, okay. but I think it's a fun one. So, Tom Brady this year threw 733 passes. <laughs> if we extrapolate Nathan Peterman's career interception percentage, how many picks would he throw with that many pass attempts over a season? Um, I'm going to say... 200. <laughs> no, the answer is 60. That's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> what is his career uh, ratio? 8.1. So one in every 12 plus passes that he throws is an interception. So average starting game, you'd expect him to to throw three to four. Wow. <laughs> The worst quarterback of all time. That's that's pretty elite, actually. Carson, I also think I've asked you this one periodically. I don't I I don't know if you'll remember any of these guys on this list because it surprises me, bruh. I know I haven't asked you this one on the official TikTok. Carson, least efficient twenty-five point per game seasons. That's fun. True shooting percentage again, I presume. No, this time I went with effective field goal percentage. We always go by true shooting percentage. Okay. Uh, well, Jerry Stackhouse shot 39.8% from the field or whatever when he scored 29.8, so I feel like that's a good guess. Stack is 12. Damn. Okay, you had to get 25 a game. I mean, obviously, I have to guess AI, but because he ate up free throws, I'm really not sure he'll be here. Allen Iverson, um, you tell me if you think this is damning or not, Carson. Allen Iverson holds six spots in the top ten. Holy shit. One, two, four, five, six, and ten. I mean, is he the most overrated NBA player ever? Mm, no. I don't think he's the most overrated, but I do think I mean, he is that's unreal. generally overrated. But, I mean, this is a more in-depth conversation that we can get into. I think he was... Four scoring seasons, 25-plus, under 50% true yeah, shooting. it's really bad. That was also in, like, the ugliest offensive era that we've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, and uh, sorry. Also, one of these guys only played 17 games, so he's not here. Stack okay. is actually 11, and AI holds down 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, <laughs> um, wow. and 9. That's incredible. Okay. Well, the 17-game season. That's not MJ in 95, is it? Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
I just thought, I mean, that's the number, and he had a pretty rough season. Okay, so, I mean, you have the top six. Uh, you've got a guy in the 80s, a guy at the tail Ooh. end. Uh, you've got two guys at the ends of the 2000s. Okay. Or, no, three guys at the end of the 2000s and a guy in the 80s. Okay, I'm going to throw out a couple of uh, late... 80s, uh, early 90s Denver Nuggets legends with Orlando Woolridge and Michael Adams. Are either of them here? Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's another guy who was sub 40% from the field, putting up 25 a game. Okay. 80s guys who put up Big numbers, but we're not efficient. Think of him of, I wouldn't even think of him as like a lifetime not efficient guy. I think it's just a. I don't know. Actually, is it? Is it? Is it Bernard King? Bernard King's an excellent guess. He's seventeenth. Damn. Um, this guy actually has three of the top twenty spots, so maybe I shouldn't Ooh. be so quick to to shun him away. And he's he's got twenty nine to thirty five. Mm. Maybe he was a little more inefficient than I thought. Mm. Bro was not getting buckets efficiently. Okay, well, he scored 25 a game multiple times, period. So that tells you something. Uh, I'm thinking, could it have been a guard? You've got uh, two guards left, two wings. Two guards, two wings. So I'm sorry, were any of these guys post-2000? Uh, three of them. Um, all oh, in the holy same, shit. All in the oh. same season. Or no, is T-Mac here? T-Mac is the number 10 spot, so you're missing um, one more guy who did it in the same season as T-Mac, and then Cat. you're missing a guy who did it in 2009 to 10. Wow, I just did a couple of monster sneezes. Uh, 2009-2010, someone dropped 25 a night but was not doing it efficiently. Interesting. It's not Brandon Roy, is it? It's not Brandon Roy. I don't think this guy was as good as Brandon Roy. It's not Danny Granger, is it? Not Danny Granger. Thank, thank God. Kind of uh, maybe in the same boat as those guys. I don't know. He was always pretty, way more inefficient than those guys, in my opinion. Yeah, those guys were buckets. Scoring 25 a game just, it's a lot. Oh, oh, I know who it is. It's Monte Ellis, isn't it? That's correct. Okay, all you're missing a gentleman in 2001 in 84-85. 84-85. You had to get all the way up to 25 a game. It's a man who has Logan's respect, I guess. <laughs> I liked him as a kid a lot because he was very fun to watch highlights of. Logan liked him as a kid a lot because he was very fun to watch highlights of. Of course, Logan was actually watching the games live. Yes, at of the course. time I was 200 uh, approximately at this point, 240 his... to be exact, or 220 to be exact. Yes, 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 yes. 84, 85, inefficient. Damn. I don't think, and that's what's the misleading part. I never thought this guy was inefficient, but Stathead is proving that I'm a big fat idiot. What's the number? Uh, 27.4 points per game, 51.4 percent true shooting. Man. All right. Well, let me get the guy in 2001 first. 
25. That's just a big number, especially in that era, dude. It was the, actually, it was the only season that he ever averaged 25 a night. Yeah, but I should be able to get this, dude, because 2001, there's like two or three dudes in the entire league doing that. I mean, scoring was at an all-time low. Ten times he scored over ten times he scored over 20 points a night. Again, this is the only season he averaged 25. Um, hmm. I wonder if he was in MVP voting or anything. Let's see. Um Fourth in MVP voting this year. But he was an All-NBA first-teamer. All-NBA first-team? Okay. Think, Carson. Think. 2001. Man. I mean, no. It's not Marbury. I mean, I was thinking of, like... Some of those like inefficient point guards who put up pretty big numbers, like Steve Francis, Baron Davis, they would not have put up 25. Also, 2001, too early. A very skilled four or five, depending on where you classify him. Is it Chris Webber? It's C. Webb. Wow. I, I don't know. How, I would not have guessed that. Do you want the 84-85 guy or you want yeah, the Yeah, sure, sure. No, this is taking forever. And again, man, I, I, all of these spots in the top 30, I'm kind of unbelievable to me. It's Dominique Wilkins. Wow. Wow. That's a great question. Um, Monte Ellis was the single most obvious guess ever. I can't believe that I didn't get him off rip, dude, because that's like where he stands out in my mind. And I was just looking at his stats the other day. And there was one year where he had, like, league average efficiency, and I was like, have I been too hard on Monte Ellis? And then I looked at every other year, and he's like four or five points below league average. All right, Logan. This is an interesting one. I I think you'll probably need some help for it. But the 2022 Minnesota Vikings are the only team to ever win 12 games with a negative point differential on the season. They actually won 13. Who holds the next worst point differential mark in a 12-win season? Oh, this is kind of epic. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. I'll give you a hint. It happened during our lifetime. So, for whatever that's worth. Did they win 12 games exactly? Yes. I mean, when I think of teams who won 12 games and let me down... Um, I immediately think back to the, uh, I think it was the 2010 playoffs when the 8-8 eight eight Broncos hosted the Pittsburgh Steelers. We went 12-4 and four that year, and we had to go to Denver. We won a bad team, though, which is what, like, uh, it's so hard to win 12 games and have a negative point differential. Because I know they won 12 games exactly and they lost in the wild card round, my first guess will be the 2010 Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh. 2011. Okay. But no, they had a solid plus 98 point differential. Yeah. So, and that's also the thing too is that I, I still think the NFL needs to change those rules. There's no reason that Tom Brady and the Buccaneers should be hosting a playoff game. And I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if the NFL should just change their playoff format to just the best 14 teams. Man, I don't. I'm not a big fan of the division system. Okay, 12 wins. They went twelve and four. 
man. Plus 31 was their total point differential, so just under plus two per game. Okay, all I'm going to ask you, were they a better offensive or a better defensive team? They were a better offensive team. Let's go with a Phillip Rivers-led San Diego Chargers team. That's pretty sound logic, but no. Happened during our lifetime. Um, this was not a consistently good uh, team at all, like if you look at the years around this. So in some ways it made a lot of sense. They were 7-9 and nine the year before this, 6-10 and 10 the year after the this. The Dolphins. The Dolphins uh, in 09 or 2010. The Ronnie Brown-led Dolphins. No. won that division. No. It was the year that Brady got hurt. I'm thinking of the Wildcat team uh, with Chad Pennington. You're thinking of 08? That's actually a really good guess. They just won 11 games. But otherwise, no. they would be... I mean, they only had a plus 28-point differential, so fantastic guess. Uh, I was going to guess a Rams team. They obviously never won 12 games. Inconsistent, 7-9, and nine, very average around these years. Um, the uh, the New York Football Giants. Uh, no, twenty twelve. That is another interesting guess. It is not correct. I'm thinking of quarterbacks that would actively throw their teams out of games. Eli Manning, Brett Favre. I mean, it's a really good guess, dude. The twenty eleven Giants. They only won nine games, but that Super Bowl team had a negative point differential in the regular season, which is insane. Okay. Um. Final guess, 09 Cardinals. It is not the 09 Cardinals. It is the 2016 Raiders. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I did think of a Raiders team. I just didn't know who it would be. They won 12 mm -hmm. games. That, oh, that was Derek Carr's MVP season. Mm -hmm. Also, though, I mean, 2009 Cardinals, another good guess, dude. They uh, were just plus 50, but only a 10-win team. That's, so. a, that's a fantastic question, Brian. I've got two bangers I, I got three bangers coming up i think you're gonna like this one all right carson passing tracking data began in 2014 can you name the year-by-year -year leaders in potential assists created per game wow that's fun okay chris paul is here in 2022 and he's tied with a guy in 2015 i'll give you that one but i'll also leave it on the table if you want to try to get the other guy in 2015 rondo Rondo is here in 2016 and 2014. Okay. Uh, will LeBron be here for 2020? That is correct. Will Harden be here for 2017? Harden is here in 2017. Is this counting this year? Yes, sir. I mean, I want to say Jokic. But I think it's probably Halliburton or Harden. Halliburton. Halliburton is correct. You're missing two guys, and Harden mm -hmm. is second. So, uh, I mean, technically, actually, you're just missing one guy because you already got Chris Paul, who was tied in 2015. Did I say Russ? Russ is 2018, 19, and 21. So, I mean, you've gotten all the years. If you want to try to get the guy who's tied for 2015, he's the, sure. uh, by far the hardest guy to get on here and had had a very – he was very good at, at the peak of his powers, but just kind of – I mean, mm -hmm. he fizzled out like very few other guys I've seen. It was a – a very quick uh, ascent and descent. Interesting. It's not Ty Lawson, is it? Wow, what the fuck, man? Let's go. 
How? Like what? <laughs> well, I don't know. Ty Lawson put up a lot of assists. The description made sense there. I just wasn't sure if that was like wow. a year too I mean, late. Was an, but was it an injury? I mean, he goes from averaging fifteen and ten with Denver in twenty fifteen, and then he goes thirty nine percent from the field with six points yeah. and four assists. I mean, that's like that's insane. Well I done. Know. I didn't expect you to get Ty. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, Logan. Another quick one for you. True or false? This year, Jared Goff threw for more yards, had a higher completion percentage, threw for more touchdowns, fewer interceptions, and more yards per attempt than fellow Cal Golden Bear Aaron Rodgers. True. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, Rodgers fucking sucked this year, bro. <laughs> you know, another fun fact that I heard from uh, from Dan Patrick uh, on his show, Aaron Rodgers, out of, I think, eight quarterbacks, um, out of, I think, eight QBs or whoever started all of their team's games, out of all those QBs, he's the only one to not have a 300-yard passing game this season. Wow. Dan Patrick informing the people. We're gonna we're gonna stick with tracking data. Carson, pick and roll tracking data began in twenty sixteen. Can you name the year by year best pick and roll score by total points in basketball? So technically Ooh. not the best. Best would be points by possession, but um some of those fluctuate year to year. Total points in basketball starting in twenty sixteen out of the pick and roll. That's super fun. I will say I think some of the most efficient I know because like I've pulled the numbers because we've seen a couple crazy seasons this year like KD this year is way up there Dame uh and Steph I think are like I think they hold the top five spots overall if you set like a reasonable volume minimum but total points okay well Trey Young 2021 and 2022 okay and we are doing this season as well oh Donovan Mitchell for this year Mitchell is second I believe oh uh Luca Luca's not a bad guess. I mean, he's always up there in volume and efficiency. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I got to think that Harden will be here. Harden is not. No there's way. Only, there's two guys who traded off um, from 2016 to 2020, and one of them is out of left field, man. Like, he was very good, and I don't want to discredit mm-hmm. anything he did, but, I mean, looking back, it's really shocking that he led the league twice in points out of the pick and roll. Interesting. The other two guys I think are pretty obvious, and one of them uh, you've already named. You just haven't officially submitted him as an answer. Ooh, okay, I'll have to think on that. Uh, I was thinking about, oh, Dame, 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 Dame. Dame, 2016, 2018, and 2020. All you were missing is the guy who did it in 2017 and 2019, and then this year. Okay. Wow. Wow. 2017, 2019. Led the league in pick and roll scoring. It's not Kemba, is it? What the fuck? It is Kemba. Wow. All right, all you're missing. Fire me up. All bro. you're missing is this year, bro. Who is it? This year. Uh. Wow, we are seeing so many crazy scoring seasons. Who leads the league in pick and roll points per game? That er, yeah, this year or total pick and roll points. None of the top MVP candidates come to mind. It's not Tatum, is it? 
It's not Tatum. This guy's a guard. Yeah, that makes sense. Interesting. I really thought Donovan or Luca. Think about this season. Think about health-wise. Think about the guy who's just been out there a lot. I mean, he's very talented. Mm. He's one of the best players in the NBA, obviously. But um, this guy's, I think, played more games right now, and that's why he leads at this point. Okay. The most efficient. It's I still not. Want. It's not Tyrese Halliburton, is it? It's not Halliburton. Yeah, Again, this is just points scored. Right. Total points scored. Hmm. I mean, it's got to be a guy putting up like over 25 a game. There's just so many of those guys. I don't think it'll be DeRozan. It's not DeMar. Yeah, I don't think he runs enough. Crazy efficient this year, though. Interesting that this is the one this very year. I feel like Logan Camden. <laughs> mm. Is it De'Aaron Fox? Oh, it's not Fox. Damn. This guy's better than Fox. I thought that was going to be it once I thought of it. Okay. Also, I was talking. Uh, I'll give you some time to think. I think the most misleading stat in basketball the past couple of years, I was thinking about it. After you told me that Donovan Mitchell has basically been the most efficient pick-and-roll scorer in basketball for the past four years running, mm-hmm. I think the most misleading stat is that Rudy Gobert led the league in screen assists and that all the T-Wolves fans were hopping on that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, duh, he plays with the best score in basketball. Yeah. Um, I have a thought. Is it SGA? Wow, that's such a great guess, man. That's not it? Oh, wow, wow, wow. I mean, it's not going to be like... I was just thinking about T-Wolves, but it's not going to be Ant. Uh, this guy's an all-star, for sure. He's an all-star, for sure. Hmm. <laughs> just thought about Jalen Bronson. Uh, <laughs> Cut his name short by, like, three letters, bro. Is it? Is it Jalen Brown? <laughs> I don't cut his name short by like three letters. Logan, that gives me that that literally gives me Jalen Brun. I don't know how that's not a good guess. Oh, I see. His first name, Ja Morant. <laughs> wow, I don't know why I didn't think of Ja. No, I mean we're deep in we're deep in trivia time and you named a lot of guys. I don't blame you. Alright. Logan This is an interesting one. Can you tell me the players with the top five longest streaks of consecutive games played? Kickers included. Yes. Vinatieri. Uh, No. Vinatieri is actually not in the top 25. I mean, I believe Brett Favre and Eli Manning were, were up there. Brett Favre is here. Number two, Eli is not. How? What percentage of kickers are on this list? Uh, it's just two special teamers. You didn't say kickers. You said special teamers. Matthew Slater? No. A punter, maybe? Andy Lee? No. Sebastian Janikowski? Uh, that's a good guess, 
But no. Robbie Gold? No. There is one active kicker, I'll tell you that. Tuck. Or no. Crosby. Yes, Mason Crosby. 256 consecutive games. Okay. Is the next guy who's a special teamer a kicker or a punter? Punter. What about Brady? Uh, no. Brady not here. I'll give you a hint. No more quarterbacks. Ray Lewis? No. London Fletcher? Wow, dude. Fire me up. Yes. 256 straight. He's tied for that four spot with Mason Crosby. Rod Smith? No. No, I mean, okay, what's the... How many consecutive games... Uh, so... What's the lowest... To, like, what season? How many seasons are we looking at? <laughs> uh, 20. The lowest? Left, yeah. You have one guy from 1960 to 1979, 282 straight, and then you have one guy from 1988 to 2010, 352 straight, the longest streak ever by more than three years. Man, I'm dumbfounded. Uh, uh, one of these guys is a punter. Ray Guy? I don't know. The, no. Is the punter the 88 to 2010, or is he the yes. old guy? He's the Ooh. new guy. New guy in the scheme of things, I guess. 88 to 2010. That's a long fucking time, boy. Uh... Um, Scott Player. No. Damn. This guy won one Super Bowl. Hunter Smith. No. Man, um, what position's the old dude, or is that going to give it away? He was a defensive end, and a, a, a great one. Not like the top tier all time, but the next tier. Deacon, or like Merlin Olsen, or no. uh, Ed, Ed Tutal Jones. No. no Ed, Ed played. Ed, this guy Ed was, he was part of a very famous defense. Howie Long. Nope earlier than that 60 to 79 the purple people eaters yes alan page nope carl eller nope <laughs> come on i'm running out of vikes man no the next the next one one time he ran the wrong way oh man it's jim marshall it's jim marshall that was a great hint okay punter I will come up with one more punter name in my head that is logical, and we will toss okay. this. Okay. <laughs> Did he win a Super Bowl pre or post two thousand? I just want post, that. post. Fuck, man! I can't. Punters are so much harder to think of than kickers, man. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. That's a big hint. Um, Daniel Sepulveda won a Super Bowl with the Steelers in 05, or excuse me, in 06. The Patriots punter was Chris Hansen. And I want to no, say... You're, you're thinking of the guy from the Catcher Predator. That's Chris Hansen. Also Chris Hansen. Eagle, no, the Eagles didn't win a Super Bucks, Raiders, Ravens, Giants, damn, Saints, Packers. I mean, Logan, there's, there's been 23 Super Bowls now in this century. Well, I'm just saying even up to 2010, man, I don't. Oh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I forgot that you know when his career ends. Um, shit, dude, I have no idea. Jeff Fiegels. With the Rams? Uh, he won the Super Bowl with the Giants, played for the Seahawks, the Cardinals, the Eagles, the Patriots. 352 straight games played. I guess I need to put some respect on Jeff Fiegels' name. Yeah, bro. All right, Carson. Six players have averaged 20 points. Five boards and ten assists per game in a single season. How many of them can you name? That's heat, bro. Well, I can think of a few very recently. Uh, LeBron James, 2020. One time, LeBron. Uh, James Harden, 2017. Four times, James Harden. Uh, Russell Westbrook a few times. Five times, Russell Westbrook. Uh, Oscar Robertson. Five times, Big O. Uh, John Wall. John Wall's an elite guest. I think he's at like four boards. Damn. You're missing Get two guys. Get your boards up, bruh. The guy who did it three times and the guy who did it once. One of these guys, maybe on the older side, he's still playing. Uh, Chris Paul? Chris Paul. All right, and you got one more guy. I think this is probably maybe the easiest one on the list. Or not the easiest, but. Magic Johnson. Wow. Raps. Raps. LFG. All right, Logan. Since 2000, this is your last regular question before your bonus. There have been two teams that have had three 1,000-yard receivers. Can you name them? How many? Two. Since 2000. Dallas Cowboys, the last year Dak Prescott was healthy. No, but that's a pretty good guess. With Gallup, CD, and... Rams, Marshall Falk, Torrey Holt, Isaac Bruce. Ooh, very interesting guess. Not correct, but very strong guess. Oh, I know one of them. It's got to be um, Brandon Stokely, Reggie Wayne, and Marvin Harrison. That's a bingo. And if I had to guess the other one, I'd say... Man, am I going to guess Stokely against Stokely, Brandon Marshall, and... Uh... And the other guy for the Bengal, I mean for the Broncos, uh, Marshall Stokely and is that the right team? No. LaFell maybe is that what I was thinking of? So what about... let's see, you, you, dude. Honestly, a couple of really good guesses with those Cowboys teams. They had back-to-back years with three guys over eight hundred. Uh, Hill Kelsey Watkins. Ooh, no, I don't... Oh, Sammy no, 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 what am I doing? Hurt. What am I doing? Uh, Decker Thomas Thomas. 
really good guess. Not correct. Is that the right team? No. Colston Graham. <laughs> Fuck would be the other guy. Colston Graham. Lance Moore. No. So just to give credit, Thomas Decker, Thomas, such a good guess. Thomas just had 788. Wow, they had four guys with over 750 yards and 10 touchdowns that year, bro. They were offensively <laughs> juicing. That's disgusting. It's Wes Welker Mike, there, too. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and A.B.? No. It's a logical guess, dude. Honestly, I'm impressed with how good you're ripping off good receiver tandems, how quickly you are. I'm, I'm thinking about dudes who just... Uh, A.B. just didn't play enough. Juju, A.B., I don't think we did it. I don't think we did it. I don't know who our third guy would be either. Deontay Johnson. Martavis. Martavis. I mean, it's not correct. But Yeah, I hear you. Wow. Okay. Just to give more credit, greatest show on turf guess was really good. Torrey Holt just had 788 a year that Bruce and Falk both had 1,000. Okay. Only thing I'm going to ask you, pre or post 2010? Uh, pre. What? Uh, Late 2000s. That throws me off even more. My next guess was going to be Jerry Rice and those Rich Gannon teams. Um, one of those units, Tim Brown, Jerry Rice, and somebody else. Uh, late 2010s. Uh, is it a Chargers team with Vincent Jackson, Antonio Gates, and somebody? No, that's logical, though. Late 2010s. I mean... The thing I'm thinking about first to let people in on my thinking process here is just QBs who obviously threw for close to 5,000 yards because, I mean, mm -hmm. you've got to be slinging that pill to get three guys over a K. Just to give credit, uh, the 09 Chargers, very close again. Malcolm Floyd would have been the third guy with 776. Larry Fitzgerald, Anquan Bolden, and... Yes. Uh, This is the right group. Is it a wideout or a tight end? It's a wideout. This was his only ever 1,000-yard season, but he had three more 700-plus yard years after this. Only nine career touchdowns, though. Bolden Fitz. When did he retire? Uh, 2012. I've narrowed it down. I don't know who the guy is. Who is it? Steve Breston. I remember Steve Breston. Shit. I mean, well done. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have pulled that out of my ass. That's an excellent question. Thank you. Thank you. Fucking. Uh, okay, so we're into the bonus question, Carson. I don't normally we do. I give you a team in a year and you try to tell me what player that is. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that. We're going to go with a recent news headline. Ooh. Carson, what NBA franchise just signed Derek Favors to a 10 day contract? He's well, back, I, baby. I, I know we were all waiting. I couldn't wait for Derek Favors to get back on the court. I have absolutely no idea. I did <laughs> not see this. <laughs> I'm not even going to throw out a guess. Who is it? The Atlanta Hawks just signed Derek Favors, bro. Oh. He's back, everybody. Good for them. I know you were patiently waiting. Yeah. 
Derek Favors, who was picked in the 2010 draft, Logan, he's really not that old, you know? Okay. He's only... 31. He's only... He's 31. Well, I can't wait to see him take the floor. Oh, he's from Atlanta. Okay, that's nice. I'm glad that they did that. All right, Logan, here it is. Who was the starting quarterback for the 2019 Carolina Panthers? PJ. No. Too early. Uh... Uh, well, frankly, my friend, if it's not P.J. White, uh... P.J. Walker, you mean? Oh, yeah, P.J. Yeah, I was thinking of Pat White and P.J. Walker. Fucking, it's not Cam. No. That would be baller, though, if I just asked, and it was Cam. <laughs> yeah, Jake DeLome came back. I'm quite literally drawing blank. Is it Derek Anderson? No. Wow, that's. <laughs> I think you're like a decade off there, bro. Yeah, I know, dude. I don't know. I, I, nothing's. Uh, where did this guy play college ball at? Uh, Texas A&M. And Houston. Uh, <laughs> it's not Trevor Knight. No. All right, I, uh, I, I, prematurely, I give up. I'm not getting this. Kyle Allen. You fucking whoop. Fuck Kyle. <laughs> Boy, we really knocked the bonus questions out of the park this time, huh? Those are embarrassing. Dude, I can't. I've literally wiped Kyle Allen from my brain. That guy sucks. Yeah, dude. I mean, I didn't want to give you one within the last five years on account of you don't remember any We've of it. We've done somehow. every QB, though. I There's think only so have, many. I think you have, I believe it's anterograde amnesia that prevents you from forming new memories. That's legitimately what I think you might have. And we might need to go to a doctor to get that checked out because... This bro does not remember anything from the time that he should actually remember things. But nevertheless, there you have it, folks. Trivia time, baby. Uh, this was fun, as always. We'll have more trivia content coming to you guys on the TikTok. Maybe we'll clip a couple out from this show, post them on the talk. I felt that we had a couple of good questions, a couple of good polls. So follow us over there. Of course, check us out on YouTube. We come out with uh, video breakdown analysis content there that you should stay tuned in for. Follow us across our social channels, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Instagram is at NerdSesh. Twitter is at Nerd underscore Sesh. And join our Discord if you want to be able to talk sports with us literally whenever. Just hop on in there. It's a, it's a pretty small community right now, but something that we would like to grow. Uh, so, you know, you guys can talk to each other, talk to ourselves. That would be really fun and check out thrive fantasy. That link is also in our bio across social channels. It's either just straight up in our bio or it's in the link tree within our bio there. You can basically just place bets on player props with better odds than you're going to get anywhere at like a conventional book. Uh, and especially for your first time signing up you can just get some insane promos like this weekend we have justin herbert to throw more than one yard you put that into any parlay you get that at even odds so you're just getting a massive boost there the day after that i think it's jamar chase one or more receiving yard so obviously you're getting some pretty good value there so you can sign up there uh through the links in our bios and with that 
As always, appreciate you guys for listening. This has been a joy. And as always, I have been Carson Brabber. I have been Logan Camden. And this was Nerd Sesh. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.